0: Who belongs on Oklahoma State's Athletics Mount Rushmore? I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And as sports fans, one thing we love to do is rank things or put things into categories. And today, I thought, uh, as we kind of in the summer months here, look at Oklahoma State Athletics as a whole and decide who I believe is the four most polarizing, most um, notable, those who have brought the most attention or uh, represent the university in the best way or made the biggest impact to Oklahoma State. Because when you look at it as the whole athletic side and, and what a Mount Rushmore for that looks like. It's a little bit different than looking at it for an individual sport, and I've seen a lot of, you know, football Mount Rushmores where uh, I feel like it's fairly easy. You know, you got Barry Sanders, you got Mike Gundy, uh, then you can add guys like Brandon Whedon, Des Bryant, Justin Blackman uh, that to, to the list, and, and when you're doing that, you're looking at what they've done on the field. You know, Gundy is a coach, Sanders, Bryant, Whedon with what they did uh, on the field with... The the kind of success they had, Uh, you know, you could do the same thing for, for basketball. Of course, Eddie Sutton would be a part of that. But when you're looking at athletics as a whole, you don't necessarily have to look at what someone did win and loss wise or what kind of production they did on the field because the impact uh, that they had can be more diverse than that uh, can be a little bit more complicated than that a lot of it could be about their notoriety or how polarizing they are or what they've done since they left oklahoma state and since they're still tied to the cowboys since they're still tied to oklahoma state you know do people, when they think of them, think of the university in a positive light. I think there are some interesting names that could go on this list, and uh, I think three of the four are fairly... I think immediate. Like a lot of people, when I say OSU athletics, Mount Rushmore, I feel like three names come to mind. Super easy. It's that fourth spot that I think you could do a lot of arguing with and, and deciding. You know who who goes there or not. Um, so I'm gonna go through it. I'm gonna give you my my four. Uh, like I said, the three super easy. The fourth one that I give, I think a lot of people when I first say it are going to be like. Uh, Really? And then once I kind of explain it, I'm hoping that people will side with me and agree with me uh, and understand where where I'm coming from. First name I want to put out there and I think it's the automatic first name that a lot of people think of and that is Barry Sanders. I just I don't know if there are too many more people when you think Oklahoma State Athletics which generally a lot of people think Oklahoma State football that you think of before you think Barry Sanders and when you you look at what he did in 3 years at Oklahoma State. Now, two of those, uh, not a large contribution on the field, but that third season in 1988 is so massive that he is widely considered as one of the best college running backs of all time, coupled with the fact that he's considered as one of the best pro running backs of all time. And I, I, in my opinion, would say that there is no one who is as great collegiately and as great professionally combined than Barry Sanders. He is the best all-around college pro running back in the history of football. There's a lot of guys that you can make arguments for that had better professional careers or had better college careers by themselves. But when you look at what Barry Sanders did collegiately and professionally it makes him the best all-around running back when you add the two together. There is no one better than Barry Sanders when you look at the combination of college and pros. When you look at the college stats, 37 rushing touchdowns in 1988, 2,628 yards, a total of 3,556 yards in three years, majority of that coming in his final season. And then you add in what he did uh, returning punts and kicks uh, as well, yeah, for for the Cowboys, 14 returns uh, in in 1987, 442 yards, had two touchdowns, uh, 31.6 yard average, 16.3 yard punt return average, two punt return touchdowns, 244 punt return yards. So he added an element when he wasn't the main running back in that 87 season that just continued to make him. Uh, a great player all around. And so when I think you think Oklahoma State football and you think Oklahoma State athletics, you have to put Barry Sanders on that Mount Rushmore because he is the first person or the second person that most people think about when they think of Oklahoma State now has, you know, only Heisman Trophy winner and now he has the statue in front of uh, the stadium there. And speaking of the stadium, that brings up number two in my mind. And this one is like I mentioned earlier, it doesn't necessarily, when you're looking at athletics as a whole, it doesn't have to be about what they did on the field or how many wins they had uh, or what their stats look like, but T. Boone Pickens is the second guy going up on my Oklahoma State Mount Rushmore. The What he has contributed to the university is unmatched, especially when you look at athletics. And what sparked this in my mind was the news that just came out where he just the foundation just gave one hundred and twenty million dollars to the university, one hundred and twenty million dollars, putting his total contribution to Oklahoma State at almost six hundred and fifty million dollars. $650 650 million dollars that is an incredible amount of course the football stadium is named after him the improvements to the facility is because of him and this is athletically and this is just for students at the university as well this recent 120 million dollars 63.7 million of that is going towards student scholarship which you know ensures that the student sections which are some of the best at Oklahoma State especially those paddle people uh continue to be one of the bright spots at T. Boone Pickens stadiums during football games. And you, you look at $25 million that is going to uh, the innovation complex uh, where the, the nutrition research and all that other uh, performance research goes in to make the, the all the athletes the best that they can be. And so T. Boone, what he's done for the university financially is just unmatched and it, it's so unfortunate that T. Boone died before NIL uh, could become a thing because I think what Oklahoma State could do if T. Boone Pickens was around for the NIL and the amount of money they, they could probably shill out in NIL contributions to try to get some of these bigger name players to the university I think would be Extraordinary, Unmatched just with what uh, he could do. But the $120 million gift from the foundation is so huge enough as it is and what he's done in the past with the improvements to the stadium. So for me, number two on the Mount Rushmore, next to Barry Sanders belongs T. Boone Pickens. Now this third one, in my mind, is an easy, automatic put him up there. Now I have talked to some other Oklahoma State fans uh, and... He got left off one of their lists and wasn't as quickly mentioned as the other two. But I think, in my mind, an easy put him in up there, that is Eddie Sutton. Eddie Sutton belongs on this list for what he's done to the basketball program at Oklahoma State. It hasn't been the same since he left in 2005, 2006, and... They've been chasing that feeling that they had in the 16 seasons that Eddie Sutton was at Oklahoma State, 13 of which they went to the NCAA tournament, which has not been the case since he left. So, for basketball purposes, which is the second probably most important sport at the university, Sutton means so much. The court named after him. If you want to argue that maybe Henry Iba belonged up here instead of Eddie Sutton, I might you know, consider that, except for the fact that I was six months old when Henry Iba died, so I never really got to see what he did. And of course, we, you know, the stadium, the arena, named in part for Henry Iba, but still with what Sutton did at Oklahoma State, I think it surpasses what Henry Iba did. Uh, 368 wins, 151 losses, two trips to the final four, including the the run in 03-04 in that I remember that I really thought that uh, we were going to win the whole thing. Uh, but multiple conference championships, tournament championships, like I mentioned, 13 tournament appearances, now in the College Basketball Hall of Fame way too late. He should have been put in there much sooner. Was the coach during that horrific plane crash where those 10 players and other personnel died back in 2001 and so just what he meant to the university during that and what he continued to mean to the university what he meant before then and what he did for the basketball program when you think Oklahoma State basketball you think of Eddie Sutton now this fourth name to go alongside Sutton Sanders and T. Boone there are a lot of ways you can look at this and I'm going to talk about potential guys I thought about before I get to uh, the guy that I put on this list. But uh, someone mentioned this to me when I kind of sent it to some other people to see what uh, what other Oklahoma State fans kind of thought. Uh, one of them mentioned Garth Brooks. I thought this was an interesting one. Uh, Brooks, I think maybe more to the college as a whole than I would say Garth Brooks to athletics specifically. If I was doing maybe one uh, that wasn't necessarily super tied to athletics and not that he, he he doesn't hasn't done stuff for the athletic program, but I think just what he's done with with the concerts and the uh, fundraising for the university um, what he's done you know, through his foundation, I, I look at more of what it is as a whole university-wise as opposed to what he specifically did for athletics. So Garth Brooks is an interesting choice, one I would not have thought of had it not been brought up to me. The other name that I think a lot of people are probably just going to instantly put on there as their number four. He is not my number four just because I think he's missing a few things that he could easily be put on number four, be that last head on that Oklahoma State Athletics Mount Rushmore. And I think he's too polarizing because sometimes half the fan base, I feel like, wanted him fired several seasons ago. And I love the guy, but I wouldn't put him on my Mount Rushmore, and that's that's Mike Gundy. Uh, Gundy, as a player, not that great. He was a part of those teams with Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders. He did what he needed to do. Uh, eight touchdowns in 86, 13 in 87, uh, had tw- 2,100 yards in 87, 2,100 yards in 82. Uh, 8 with 19 touchdowns and then 14 touchdowns in 89 with 2,200 yards. Almost 8,000 yards passing, 54 touchdowns, 37 interceptions. And when you've got Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders, you don't have to do a lot as a quarterback, and he didn't need to. If we were just talking about Mike Gundy, the football player, he definitely uh, wouldn't be put on this list. But what what gets him there is what he's done as a coach who took over in 05, He's been there now 18 seasons. He is 156 wins, 75 losses. He's been to multiple bowl games. Matter of fact, he's been up to a bowl game every year except his first year uh, when he went four and seven. He has been over 500 every season but his first year. And so success wise and what he's built at Oklahoma State has certainly been spectacular. He has won over ten games six, seven times in his career. 2021, he went twelve and two. In twenty eleven, he went twelve and one. Was so close to winning a national championship. And to be honest, if twenty eleven goes a little bit differently and they don't lose to Iowa State. And they make it to the national championship, and they're able to beat LSU. And he has a national championship for Oklahoma State. I think this is a different question, and I think without question, you put him on the Mount Rushmore. A lot of people are going to already. I put him on the Mount Rushmore, uh, but I just think inconsistency has been such a problem. And just, we'll just, I'm just going to look at the last few seasons. Three years in a row, from 15 to 17, he won 10 games: 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 10 and 3. Since 2017, 7 and 6, 8 and Five, eight and three, twelve and two, and seven and six. It has been a little bit disappointing over the course of the last five seasons. Outside of that, he's been pretty great. That run from 2010 to 2017 was pretty good. He had the twenty fourteen season when he was seven and six, and an eight and five season in twenty twelve. Outside of that, all the other years, six uh, Ten plus win seasons it was great with Brandon Whedon back in 2011. Uh, showed what what things were going to look like in 2010 with Whedon and Blackman uh, winning the Alamo Bowl. He has Fiesta Bowl championships. His bowl record is also uh, pretty great, 11 and six in 17 games, uh, which is you know a, a pretty good winning percentage. And so, Gundy has been great. He is great for the program. He's great for Oklahoma state, but I, th- I feel like he's just left some things on the table. Uh, he hasn't been one to grow and develop like I would want him to, uh, or like to have seen, I think we we should have been far much more successful. When you're coming out of 17, three straight 10-win seasons, you've been so good for the last seven seasons, eight seasons, and then you just kind of slumped. Uh, didn't really have uh, a backup plan post-Mason Rudolph and has struggled with the exception of the one year with Spencer Sanders where he kind of lit fire in 2021. You've been an average team uh, at best. And so I have a hard time with how polarizing he's become among fans because I think since about 19 or 20 most fans have wanted him gone. A lot of fire gundy has been out there. For me I'm not one of those people, but I can I can certainly see the sentiment and they're going to have to turn things around. I, I think that there's a big disconnect between Gundy, the fans, and Gundy in the media, which is another reason I think it's hard for me to put him on there. Uh, One of the most notable things outside of the Oklahoma State University is his rant. I'm a man. I'm 40. Uh, So that's why a lot of people are going to equate him with Oklahoma State. He's a great coach. He's been wonderful for Oklahoma State and for the football team and what he's meant for everyone. I don't think, though, in my opinion, he belongs on the Mount Rushmore. But I have a feeling most people, when asked, are just going to uh, put put him as the number four. And I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but for me, I think I think there's a better name, in my opinion, to put up there. Another guy that is a possible mention, and this is more for what he's done, because his career at Oklahoma State wasn't great uh, as a basketball player. Five points in his in his career at Oklahoma State. Uh, his assist numbers were pretty good, uh, finishing with 8.8, 8.6 at the end of his last two seasons at Oklahoma State. But what he's done in the media since, and that's the Gottlieb, but the issue with Gottlieb is he's more uh, notorious than he is notable, and that is he's got some wild takes. uh, And so for me, that keeps him off here because I just don't want that kind of connection to the university, especially when you're looking at... When you're looking at Mount Rushmore's, some other interesting names that I saw: Ricky Fowler, if he you know could be more successful uh, as a golfer, is, is an interesting one. Uh, Victor Hovelin, if he continues to. You know, grow and become uh, a better a better golfer, and you know, win some important matches. Maybe you could talk about him uh, if Gajewski is able to win some College World Series with what he's done uh, for the softball team. Then maybe you could consider him as well. If you could consider softball uh, for for this, but the guy I'm going to put at the last spot right now on that Mount Rushmore. It is T. Boone Pickens, Barry Sanders, Eddie Sutton, and my guy going up right there next to him. It's an unconventional pick, but he's been a part of the program longer than Gundy. He's been a part of the program longer than the president, longer than the AD longer than the 80s have passed the presidents have passed he's been with the program since that fateful incident with remember remember the 10 and the basketball he took over for that and has been phenomenal since then he has voiced so many great moments for the university, and that is the voice of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, Dave Hunziker. Easy to put Hunziker on this list with what he has contributed to Oklahoma State, voicing some of the biggest moments for basketball and football since his time taking over in 2001. He just won Sportscaster of the Year, he is one of the best to do it think about how important pistols firing is to Oklahoma State football and how that has become synonymous with the program and and you know that's a hunsizer thing he is the longest serving radio broadcaster in Oklahoma State history not only is he a voice of Cowboys athletics he's also a professor so he contributes to what could possibly be the future broadcasters out there and maybe this is a little biased as a broadcaster myself as a member of radio and someone who calls football and basketball and has taken a lot from Hunziker uh, when I got into calling play-by-play I wanted my own pistols firing and uh, I call for a for a football team up in, in Coveville, Kansas, and they, uh, the high school team are the the Golden Tornado. So I sound the sirens. He he pistols firing, I sound the sirens. I, I got that from Hun, Hunziker. Uh, impact on me professionally, Dave Hunziker, and I just think from all the iconic moments that he's had, this is unconventional. I don't think a lot of people, Hunziker is a name that's going to come up in your in your head immediately, but I hope by me mentioning him a lot of people just kind of shook their heads and went, you know what? I can get behind that. There's just so many great plays out there that he's had the opportunity to call and has done such a great job in making those iconic. You've got the 2001 Bedlam football upset, John Lucas' shot against St. Joseph, Mario Bogan's buzzer beater against Texas, the football win against second-rate Missouri in 2008, 2011 Big 12 title, the Tyreek Hill punt return against OU. Hunziker called all of those and has been a big reason as why a lot of those are so iconic for Oklahoma State athletics. So when I look at the Mount Rushmore for all of Oklahoma State athletics, it's easy to go Barry T. Boone Sutton. That fourth name up for debate, but for me, Dave Hunziker belongs right there for what he's done for the program as far as those iconic moments and being the voice of those iconic moments, which is so much a part of what Oklahoma State Athletics is. I'm Matt Jordan. Thanks for listening to the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network.